You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 120. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com. <laughs> Come on, you were almost there. <laughs> Thejoyjunkie.com slash 120. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. I'm ready. Are you ready? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> gotcha. So I was trying to do my little intro. So that everybody knows what pod they're listening to. I was mocking you. And he was like mouthing it in the corner and like shaking his head like a big old bobblehead. Like, you're listening to the Joy Jackie show. And I, could, I was like, uh, you almost made it. Like, keep your composure. Nope. Keep your composure. That's right. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? We've got to keep our composure. We've come too far. There's too much to lose. We've got to Keep our composure! No, I... You did not keep your composure. I didn't keep my composure. Hey, pod people. Oh, my gosh. I haven't been feeling very well, and bless his heart, Mr. Smith is really keeping me in good spirits, so thank you, babe. Yeah, you're welcome. And plus, he's getting naked, so that's... You buy this time, I buy next time. That's really helpful. <laughs> you know, I bought this time, you buy next time. I want to make your job really hard with splicing it in. Please don't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so it's Joy Junkie Studios is fucking hot. Oh my gosh. We're in Southern California, if you guys didn't know. And we, our condo, the air conditioning is is super old. So in our office. It sounds really loud. It's, if it's really, on. really loud. So, so we got to turn it off for the episode. Because, I mean, it, it would be like. We sacrifice for you. In the, you know, yeah. We Do you see what we're doing for you? We do this for you, people. We really do. And so <laughs> I'm in Mr. Smith's leather office chair, and I always stick to it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I get so... All right. It's probably TMI. I've got my shirt off. Yeah. I was like, you could get naked. <laughs> I mean, I really wouldn't be mad at you if you... I'm ready. You could take your I'm shirt off. ready for off. the pod now. All right. Let's do this. Right. So Mr. Smith is bringing his sexy A-game. So today we are going to talk about how to speak up. And actually have some kind of challenging conversations without being an asshole. Mm. Right? You do a lot about not being a dick, not being an asshole. Because who wants to be a dick? Nobody wants to be a dick. Well, some people do. Some people do. And I would actually argue, I've been talking about this a lot lately, that that's people's armor. That's people's guard. And it's a false sense of uh, protection. Security. Security. (laughs) God damn it. Respect my authority. Respect my security. <laughs> Respect my authority. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck. We've got we've got to we got to keep our composure, baby. Keep it. Come on. We, we got to We've keep... got like 35 minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We All right. We'll get the content, I promise. No, you. it's going to be really really good stuff. But a couple of things that you have to know. First of all, 
I have a free download for you guys that accompanies this particular episode. So it's kind of like a little speak up cheat sheet. So it's going to have some of the concepts that I'm talking about today, but then it will help you. You can either fill it out online if you want. Uh, it's a it's a printable uh, PDF or it's a speak sheet. It's a what? It's a speak sheet. A speak sheet. Yeah, like a speak up sheet. <laughs> That's right. really cute. I'm all is a what is a what now? <laughs> what you say? Wait, what 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 you got over there? What? Oh my God, we're doing it. We're oh, in our own jokes. world. We're oh. in our own world. Sorry, guys. So, if you would like to get the the corresponding cheat sheet that will help you work through this stuff today, just go to thejoyjunkie.com slash one two zero. It'll be in the show notes page. You simply just ask for it. We'll send it directly to you. You can print it out, fill it out if you want, or you can print, you know, just fill it out online. Just be sure to save it first. So get that. The second thing that I wanted to make sure that you know is that today, October 5th, is the absolute last chance, last call last day of registration for the self-love revolution the master's course so we've got dozens of women already joining us we're already getting rocking and rolling we're super super pumped so if you've been on the fence if you've been waiting today's the day you have to fucking do it you have to pull the trigger or decide what the other thing is for your personal growth like i'm i'm fully aware that i might not be the answer and that's totally fine but all I'm asking of you is to not perpetually put yourself last perpetually put yourself on hold and always have all these other excuses and all these other reasons why everything else needs to get taken care of before you so true so the four major pieces that you would walk away with (laughs) from this particular course we're going to talk all about what it really looks like to actually forgive yourself for all those past mistakes, past relationships, job debacles, things you've done with your children or your parents or what, all that shit that carries with you. What does that really mean to let go of that? And Mm -hmm. in turn, give you a shit ton of happiness. We're also going to look at your inner conversation, your inner critic. What was that? That's meaty. It's Oh my gosh. This stuff is super gritty. So we designed it so that you will have a couple of lessons and then you'll have like an immersion week where you have time off and we still jump on the phone to discuss stuff um, as a group, but there's more time to apply everything to your life and get feedback from it and realize what's happening because this stuff doesn't happen in one-off sessions you know that's why many coaches don't do one-off sessions with people because over time is what really makes a difference and that's why this class is structured this way one session can make a difference but not the way that not the way repetition can and and habit can yeah and when that's the things you have to change the habits it's absolutely true. Yep. You're so, so cute. True. I do that in my work too. I know. It's yeah. it's it really is it, it's the ability to make small changes over time creates that compound effect where there's so just true. small things but they lead up to radical radical change. Yeah. So it's okay if you don't see how the how. Like how the fuck could I speak kindly to myself? I'm an asshole. I, I don't like myself. I hate my body. I I don't like the job that I'm in. You know, I don't think I'm worthy. I don't think I'm enough. You don't have to see how. That's what we're doing. You just have to know that you want something different. And do the work, yeah. And do the and commit to doing the work. And we will guide you through all of that. And we're living testament of that it's possible. So the other components are your inner critic, your inner conversation, how you speak to yourself, changing that dramatically. 
also worthiness, this concept of enoughness, like am whatever I do, whatever I go after, I, I'm not, it's not enough. It's not mm. enough. It's not enough. And that again puts all your happiness on hold. And then we're finally going to talk about emotions and how when we are ignoring or putting a band-aid on the things we don't want to feel, we also subsequently put a band-aid on the things we do want to feel yeah. because you can't choose, you can't selectively choose to feel emotion. You either numb it all out or you embrace it all. And so we look at how that can actually lead to a lot of healing in these areas. So, And it's scary. It's scary as fuck. Mm-hmm, but that's why mm-hmm. it's so incredible to have this other tribe of women, this group of women who actually understand and feel the same thing you are going through and right. who are just as scared. So if you are interested, please go to theselfloverevolution.com. And you can see everything that's included, what it's all about, all the different modules. You can hear from past students, and we would absolutely love you. Awesome. So, love to have you. Yeah. And we're debating. This is the other final little piece of business. Yeah. We're debating a potential segment switch for Mr. Smith. Right. And we're debating, should we keep Would You Rather? Should... Okay, so this is what I'm debating is... He's disgruntled. I'm not disgruntled. I just want to make the podcast the best podcast it can be. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm thinking, you know, is the would you rather just a comedic moment? Yeah. Or is should the segment be something more like what our listeners want, which is some content, some insights. Yeah. I don't know. There should be there like mr smith's knowledge corner or insight corner you know something like that or do you guys like the would you rather should we just keep them here's the would you rather (laughs) (laughs) would you rather have a different segment where i did more like sage shit (laughs) wisdom bomb dropping (laughs) wisdom mic dropping yeah or would you rather i just stayed superficial and fun and kept the would you rathers and i think they do really value you bouncing off me and offering your opinion and your thoughts and I'm sure that's not the issue it's just a matter of the segment the segment right yeah so we had we had tossed around that idea like would you want to hear something that's the male perspective or the husband perspective or yeah or something like that or even if it's like current events or something like that we just we want to give you what you really want to hear so yeah sound off where, where can they sound off at? Well, if you go to thejoyjunkie.com and you click on the podcast, there's a spot where you can submit a show idea. So you click on, Ooh, on the submit a show idea. And in there, we would love any topic submissions, obviously, for the show because we love, 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 love that. And it makes crafting content for you guys way easier. But in that form, you can just say, here's what we want from Mr. Smith's segment. Perfect. And we would love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Thejoyjunkie.com. Click on the podcast and then submit a show topic. Ooh, nice. And then we'll see. I'm anxiously awaiting. Okay. We shall see. So that we'll just call that the Would You Rather today. Okay. That'll be our Would You Rather segment. Okay. Sound good? Sounds great. Sounds good. Yeah. You're so... I love how you're like, we need to get to content. You know, like you're always very <laughs> aware. You're such a good fake producer. Well, I just wanted to make sure that... You know, I mean, 
I've listened to podcasts before and people just ramble and, and you're ramble like, get and fucking like, on it. Can, can we get to some fucking meat here? My one of my clients goes, it's like it starts off like really funny and then it's like, bam, content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way to say I it. I was like, oh, that's bam. exactly how it is. That's exactly how I live my life. All right. So let's talk about it's foreplay. <laughs> oh, but uh, oh, Mr. Smith, you just touch up. All right, so how to speak up without being an asshole. So this is really about speaking your truth and being audible, like actually saying stuff out loud. Because I really think that there's a lot of times that we silence ourselves for a handful of reasons. Most of the time, it's around fear. Fear of how somebody's going to receive it, fear of not being liked, whatever, fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. But I think that we, there's this, and some of it can be societal, you know, about, you know, being rude or whatnot. But I think that there's two primary reasons, two major reasons why people don't choose to speak up or Mm. or they choose to pick their battles. And I think that is a very noble reason that people keep themselves silent. They think, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to rock the boat. I just, I want to pick my battles. And so they roll over on things. Oh, yeah. And I do think there's a place for picking your battles. I really, really do. Sure. But... In the grand scheme of things, you have to look at what is this costing you. Your silence in this scenario, whatever it happens to be, whether it's your boss, your best friend, your business partners, your colleagues, whatever. Does your silence regarding this matter cost you something? If hmm. if it doesn't, then it might be one of those I'm choosing my battle things. But if it does cost you something then picking your battles is a fallacy. That's just you making a lame-ass excuse for being quiet, for being silent. So how do you decipher if it costs you something, if it's worth speaking up? Well, a lot of times, that's a great question. A lot of times I think you can point to how you feel, what your emotional frequency is. So for instance, if if you have a real like pit in your stomach feeling, let's say when okay. somebody brings something up and it it really offends you and you keep your mouth shut but you can't stop thinking about it all day. Okay. Like clearly gotcha. you are suffering. You're the one suffering. Or if like I've had that. I've had that before where I didn't speak up and I was really mad at myself. I was like, "No." Never again. And then I kind of do what I always say, declare a do-over. Next time that happens, I'm not going to beat myself up for this situation. But then next time that happens, I sure as fuck I'm going to speak up. And I just like declare a do-over. But here's the two things that I really think we've adopted as truth. One is this fallacy that if I speak up, then I'm deliberately being an asshole. Like that I'm actually being a dick. Like I'm speaking up in order to be sassy. And the second reason is that people, or the second belief rather, is I'm, if I speak up, I'm purposely inflicting pain. Because I disagree with somebody or because I'm saying something that they might not want to hear, then I'm purposely hurting 
or I'm inflicting pain. So you're taking the responsibility of how they feel onto your shoulders. Right. So an example, an example. You look like you could use an example. I need an example. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering, do you have an example? So for instance, let's say, <clears throat> let's say that there was, let's say we had sexual issues. Which, let's say we did, but we don't. <laughs> you're all, but we don't. <laughs> So let's say there was something that I really, really wanted to tell you about sex, but I was so afraid that I was going to hurt your feelings that I just decided to stay quiet. Okay. Even though we could, I know us, that I could talk to you about it and we could rectify it and it would be awesome and collaborative on all these things. Well, a lot of times people are with a spouse who is not as evolved or who likes to make you wrong for things. So... You could decide to bring that up, but you feel like, well, my spouse is for sure going to get their feelings hurt. And you mm-hmm. accept the responsibility for that. Right. Yeah. And you decide that it's better for you to, <laughs> to sacrifice what you want than it is for you to actually give voice to it and understand what is and is not your responsibility. Now, your responsibility in that situation, like I've always said, is to conduct yourself in a way in which you are going to, which you are proud, which we're going to talk about here. But in those situations, we often go, if there's going to be discomfort on the other person's behalf, it's far better for me to suffer than for them to get their feelings hurt. Gotcha. That's the cost. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about when there's a massive cost to you. I can't tell you how many times I've done that. Well, it's, we're, we're trained to caretake for everybody else's emotion. Mm -hmm. I'm hurting them. I'm hurting him. And yes, I do think that we're still, uh, in that place as a society where we do feel like someone else is uh, causing us to feel things. I think it's unrealistic to think that we have that much control over our emotions to be like, if, if I don't want to feel sad, I'm just not going to. I think... That's very utopian society, and I just don't think we're quite there yet, or that many people are there yet. But understanding these small little ways in which we feel that we are responsible for somebody else's emotions, these are the times when you can go, my purpose, my intention is not to hurt him, not to hurt you. My intention would be something of self-care, of having caring enough about my own sexual health or caring enough about our relationship or even caring enough about you to give voice to it, to allow for remedy mm. instead of blaming you right? Yeah. or caring any sort of resentment. So it's flipping the script a little bit on our notions around what speaking up really means. So even gotcha. though it could potentially hurt somebody's feelings, that is not the reason to stay silent. That is the reason why you handle yourself with grace and kindness. That is the reason why you deliver the information very kindly, very sweetly. That is not the reason why you choose your suffering over somebody else's. Mm -hmm. I like it. Mic drop. I mean, but it's just, it's it's a paradigm shift because we're used to thinking that that's the truth. That I'm either purposely inflicting. You are not purposely inflicting. I would never purposely hurt your feelings right right i would never be like let me go into this conversation about sex and actually drive that knife in and make him feel like shit some people might do that 
Some people might. And yeah. then you should feel like an asshole. Right. Because you are being one. Because you're being one. Your intention is to be an asshole. Big, stinky, brown asshole. Wow. Your intention <laughs> is to be malicious. So, yeah, you should feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a dick move. Absolutely. But if you're not, there's no reason why you need to carry that just because you want to give voice to something that matters to you. Right? Yeah. So the second piece, and this is something that I always talk about, is decide how you want to show up. So for instance, in that scenario, if I'm going to go into that conversation with you and say, um, you know, something about I would really like this in sex or, you know, this really um, – I don't know even how to say this or this makes me really uncomfortable or it doesn't feel good or whatever and whatever. I want to go and tell you this thing that I'm pretty sure would kind of suck to hear, but I know I'm not going to say it negatively. So this is how you really gear up for how you want to behave, how you actually want to deliver the information because that you absolutely are responsible for. Yeah. And that's where we make the biggest mistakes. We yell, we scream, we don't say anything for a long fucking time and then we explode and we say things in the most mean way mm-hmm. ever. And we usually do it to the people that we're closest to. That's so true, I'm talking true. about switching this fucked up habit <laughs> that isn't working. It's not working. It's not helping you be happier. It's not helping your relationships. It's not helping you establish boundaries. The way that it's ha- working right now is not right so it's time we tried something different so decide how you want to show up write it down and again this cheat sheet that i have for you at thejoyjunkie.com slash one two zero you can grab this and actually go through these journal prompts and write this out like how do i want to behave Mm. so there's two questions that i always ask myself if i know that i'm going to go into a conversation like this and i want to kind of mentally prepare the first thing i ask is how do I need to behave so that I'm proud of myself? Not so that they see it my way, not mm-hmm. so that they like me, not so that their feelings aren't hurt, not so any fucking thing I can't control. Right. How will I feel proud of myself? And almost always, it's the grace and kindness piece. It's actually delivering that information from a genuinely honest, compassionate place. Yeah. Um, being really clear about my intention. I'm going to talk about that in a second. And really just standing in a place of love and valuing myself as much as I value that other person. Those are the things that would make me proud. Period. That's what I can control. The other question that I ask is, when I wake up tomorrow, this is almost like a reframe of the same question. When I wake up tomorrow, how do I want to feel about the woman I was? Yeah, right. Even if, regardless of how the other person responded. Right. Like, let's say that you brought that to me and I got completely offended and closed down and uh, was unaccepting mm-hmm. of your feedback or, you know, of your request. You made me wrong. You still have to look in the mirror and go, did I show up? Like, yes. was I responsible for that? Is there anything I need to clean up? Or was did I show up the way that I wanted to show up? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's perfect because that leads me to my third point, which is one of my absolute favorite kind of cornerstones of everything that I teach. And we talk about this a lot in, in a couple of my programs. But it is 
this notion it's it's conceptual so i want you guys to kind of think about this and wrap your head around you are responsible for your intention not your reception and not even your perception you know like how people perceive you Mm -hmm. however we go into all these interactions 100 percent invested on a specific reception like, I need to be received like this. Like, this will only be successful as long as Mr. Smith is super vulnerable and committed and, like, sees my perce- uh, point of view and wants to work on it. I have no control over that. I only can control who I'm being and what my intention is. You do have some control. Like, the way that it's delivered will control the response in a lot of ways. I, think, know, like- I think it can, it can finesse and... Like how to win friends and influence people. That book is all about how to kind of like get your point across and, and kind of, I don't want to say manipulate, but to kind of like help. It, the, you make your job easier. Yeah, you make your job as easy. It's ways to make your job easy. Yeah. However, there are too many variables at too play many, when sure. you bank on a reception. You can't, you just can't control it. Right. So I could present, and I've done this a ton of times, I could present a specific something to, let's say, a client, and it, it gets received one way. And then I might share something with you or my brother or my mom. And in all of those instances, my baseline that common denominator is who I am being and who what I intend in each of those interactions so it's my responsibility to make sure I'm talking to my clients from a place of love and value and caring about who they are um and same same thing with all my other relationships so my baseline is the same for all of them because I can control it Right. But all of those things are variables. They all could respond to me in totally different ways. A perfect mm-hmm. stranger might think I'm a fucking hippie or like, why are you saying that to me or why? But you know what I mean? So especially for, I mean, <laughs> I have the really great fortune now to have such incredible spirits in my world. Then this wasn't always the case, but now it's more likely that they'll respond. Like even you will respond with like, I'm not quite ready to take that on at the moment or that's a little too much. You know, you'll say what you need and you know, my best friends will Mm -hmm. and my colleagues and stuff. But that wasn't always the case. I had to learn that through some really challenging conversations with family, with some best friends who made me wrong and who were like, well, not everybody can be a fucking life coach and made me wrong for speaking up. And so there, I get it that it's hard to not be attached to the reception, but I need you to remember that it's not working and that it's at a sacrifice to you and what you want. Because a lot of times we don't speak up or we don't say things about our time, our energy, how we want to engage with other people. We start saying yes to shit we don't want to do because we're so afraid that we're going to hurt somebody or let them down or whatever. Again, not your responsibility. Well, like in the hypothetical that you were using with, you know, you coming to me with, you know, something that I could change or do differently sexually. Right. If you don't say that, I'm going to continue to think that that works for you. Right. Right? Yes. Well, <laughs> So unless you say something, nothing changes. Even if you get a bad response, I'm sure something's going to change in the bedroom, right? Right. And you also have to understand that when you are silent in something like that, you can 
further perpetuate the damage because of the pure resentment that you build. And that's why uh, I think yeah. a lot of people have explosive arguments. They have a long fuse and then Boom. it blows up. Because that energy, that, that sexual frustration or that being irritated with your best friend or whatever it is that you fucking silenced will fester. It's energy. It doesn't just dissipate. It stays there. It goes somewhere mm-hmm. and it will come out. So you might as well learn how to address it before it becomes a fucking ailment. You know what I mean? I mean, that's really real too. So anyway, I could go on and on. But number four, this is a, an element to give yourself some freedom here. Be attached. Have an idea. I mean an idea. An ideal. It's absolutely okay to want the conversation to go a specific way. Now, wait a minute. You just said that don't be attached to the person's response. No. You can be attached to your ideal as long as you know what you're responsible for. So, for instance... I would never tell somebody who was going into that fictitious situation that we've just talked about. I would never say, don't get your hopes up. Don't, well, don't count on it and don't, you better not want him to change because he's never going to or whatever. I think we're totally allowed to want whatever the fuck we want. Of course, when we go into a conversation like that, you, your ideal is that, oh my gosh, I would love if we could just have this open, vulnerable collaborative conversation that would be my ideal but my behavior my intention my behavior is not going to be uh conducted in a way to make that happen gotcha that's the difference is we go in thinking here's my ideal now i need to force it now i need to make it happen okay and that's often why people are quiet And they're like, well, the only way to get that person to love me or accept me or think I'm enough or be happy with me is to just totally stay quiet, right? So give yourself the freedom to want what you want. Like, of course, every time I bring anything to you, I'm attached to you. I'm attached to my family, my best friends. Like, of course I want it to go well. No one's like, well, don't give a shit how this goes. Well, here we go. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you do, you are going to give a shit about how it goes. Yeah. That's that's not the point. The point is to know that how it goes is not 100% on you. Mm-hmm. You're responsible for you, for your intention, and for how you show up. And then the fifth piece, after you've done all this stuff, after you've gone through the worksheet, the cheat sheet, then there's even a spot for this on the cheat sheet too, is to go have the fucking conversation. Go have it. Actually address it with somebody and I would highly advocate if if you really if it's a polarizing topic or if it's really challenging or if it's a boundary you need to establish I would very delicately ask for the time to talk like ask for the permission we've done other podcasts on that too like not just bombarding somebody being really aware like are they in the space to talk Right. You know, and that's why I think it's really advantageous to just ask for that permission and that time to talk. Like in the middle of sex. Right. Like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and stop you right here. (laughs) (laughs) Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Oh, my God. I would kill you. So, (laughs) um, but I think that there's. There's a there's ways, like you said, like to really set yourself up for success, you know, and, and embark on a conversation when somebody's not preoccupied or, you know, 
just dropping someone off real quick and you're like, hey, can we talk? And it's not the right time. You know, like just be aware. Use some common sense about that. Request the time to talk. And the other piece that I think goes a long, long, long way is vulnerability. For sure. Is really coming to it from a place of kindness, compassion, being like, hey, there's been something that's really on my mind and I value our relationship so much and I realize that it hasn't been fair that I'm not telling you this and I really want to share this with you and I hope I hope you can be open with me and, um, and just need some violins in the background <laughs> I'll, I'll slice <laughs> it uh, so that you can actually again set yourself up for success yeah. you know because if you go into a conversation like we need to talk you're already going in with guards up with, with you four know, words most men don't want to hear we need to talk we need I had to. You had to count them. I had to count them out. You had to count those. <laughs> All right. So, so that's it for today. How to speak up without being an asshole. And I really, really hope you go get your cheat sheet at thejoyjunkie.com slash one two zero for this episode. And you can grab that and go through all this stuff and kind of gear up. And then also, there's a space to kind of journal about it. So I would love, love, love for you to take me up on that. And while you're there cruise by the podcast page, click on uh, submit a show topic and tell us what you think about Mr. Smith's segment and what we should do with that. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. He gets all giddy when we get feedback like on Instagram and stuff. I'm like, (laughs) look, people are talking about you. I know. It's so fun. Yeah. So that's it. And again, if you... If you really want more on this stuff and you want to dig deeper and you want to figure out the hows behind a lot of this confidence, self-love, self-worth type of stuff, then check out theselfloverevolution.com, but do it today because we'll be pieced out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So I think that's everything. Anything else you wanted to add? I think that's it. Thanks so much for your input. Heck yeah. All right. So we'll see you around these parts next week. Here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out.